Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. I've been in the danger zone. <laughs> he got a bad My five stars. Yeah, Mongo. Huh? Yeah, my five. We got a do that. Well, what is going down, everybody? Welcome back to another Am I Still on the Air? You know what it is? It's the spinoff show where we basically come together and we bring you a focused topic discussion. Typically, it's about spoiler reviews. You know, on the show, on Am I on the Air, we do non-spoiler, but sometimes movies come out that we're all really into and we want to talk about it in great detail, hence the spoiler review option, and that's when we usually pull out the Am I Still on the Air. I always get some guests on with me, and you uh, know these familiar voices. I got once again, we just did Thor Ragnarok a couple weeks ago, and we're back to do Justice League, ladies and gentlemen. So with me once again is Peter. Peeps and friggin', so what up, y'all? I was this waiting time- for you, Fred. Ah, I was waiting for you, too. I was like, <laughs> ah, who's going to go first? So well, what up, up y'all? <laughs> yeah. All right, you say hi first, and then you go second. Go, Peeps. Hi first. <laughs> what up, hi everybody? Sec. Hi, uh, second. Thanks again for, uh, for, for, for having us on. Yeah, for sure, man. No problem, no problem. He likes me. He likes. <laughs> Mikey like. Uh, yeah, we definitely wanted to talk about this. Uh, sorry, it's you know we're, the movie's been out two weeks now, so we wanted to get it out a little bit sooner, but scheduling kind of stuff. Um, you know, I've talked about this movie a bit. Uh, I actually did an exclusive uh, spoiler review YouTube video for our Am I on the Air YouTube page, uh, where I basically break up, break down the DCEU and then talk about uh, my uh, initial thoughts on Justice League after seeing it that opening weekend. But we wanted to still do the podcast. I wanted to get these guys on. I wanted to talk about it because I think the three of us have definitely varying levels of um, our appreciation for the film, our thoughts on the film, and uh, that's, once again, is always what's fun about doing these reviews is kind of getting everybody's, um, you know, points across. So the way we're going to break it down tonight, I'm going to kind of give just an overall concept of the film, just the overall synopsis, and then we're going to get into the three of us, the things we liked, the things we didn't like, um, and then kind of just overall general impressions. And, of course, as we kind of go around, um, you know, definitely chime in and we'll go from there uh but we're gonna try to keep it short and sweet and get our points across uh on this film on this very divisive film i should say um if you're a critic you probably hate it and if you're a fan you probably like it because that seems to be the way it's going as of uh today earlier today the film from a critic rating at least on rotten tomatoes is sitting at 41 percent uh, as a critic rating, and um, but funny enough, you know, Rotten Tomatoes does critic and they do audience scores, and the audience score on this film is actually 82%, so critics are just hating this fucking thing uh, at 41%, but most fans are obviously having a good time with it at 81%. The funny thing is, too, is that the critic rating is out of about 200 critic reviews, and the audience scores over 111,000 people <laughs> that have rated the movie on wow. Rotten, Rotten That's Tomatoes. a big difference. It's a massive difference, hence, you know, hey, 82%. So uh, it, it seems to be with this one that the fans going in are having love for it and are enjoying it for what it is, but the critics are just getting 
way too nitpicky and really breaking down what could have been. And of course, you know, it, it's it's easy sometimes to look from the outside in. Uh, I think I think you know, and when I try to review movies, I always try to do it from just hey, put everything else aside. What is my enjoyment level of this film? And right off the top, obviously, I love the hell out of Justice League. I've seen it twice already. I was gonna go see it a third time over the weekend, but plans kind of fell through. Um, but, and I do plan to see it a third time, because I definitely want to check it out again, um, I really, really loved it, um, and, like I said, I know we have varying kind of, uh, ideas on the film, this film has been through a lot, um, of course, it was directed by Zack Snyder, who put the film together, uh, over the course of the last couple years, literally jumped in, started directing this thing, like, a week after Batman v Superman came out, uh, and then, you know, critics obviously shit on that one as well, so it was a lot of uh, the studio getting involved, a lot of tinkering, a lot of toying around, hey, we're going to go lighter, we're going to put in some more humor, we're going to do this and that, obviously trying to maybe copy the Marvel formula that's worked so well over the course of their 17 films, and they were trying to figure out their way, but you know what, it seemed like everything was going good, I mean, there was a big set visit report that came out about a year ago, where people went and they visited the set while they were filming, and people were saying, oh, this, there was so much humor, and it was really good, and Ezra Miller was great as The Flash, and all this good stuff, um, and then unfortunately, back in March of this year, uh, Zack Snyder's daughter committed suicide, and he ended up dropping out of the film, he's saying, you know, the film was already in the can, but they were doing post-production work on it, they were going to do a little bit of reshoots, and he said, uh, I got to deal with my family right now. I need to be there for my family, so I'm going to drop out. So he left the project. Now, they had already hired Joss Whedon. And for those of you that, that name sounds familiar, directed the both Avengers movies for Marvel uh, and a lot of other good stuff. You know, he came in. He was actually already hired by Warner Brothers to write some of the reshoot scenes. And uh, when Zack stepped down, they asked him, would you come in and finish the film? So Joss kind of had the unfortunate task of coming in and trying to make this film work by reshooting some stuff on his own, writing new scenes, mixing it in with what Zack Snyder had done, but keeping the overall focus and vision as what Zack Snyder had intended the movie to be. Um, well, the movie's come out, and it's definitely a hybrid of both sides. Uh, I think where we go wrong as fans is like, I see a lot of people being like, oh, that scene was funny. That was definitely a Joss Whedon scene. And it's like, it's not that simple. You can't just... <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen scenes actually be debunked where they're like, you thought that scene was Joss, didn't you? No, Zach shot that a year and a half ago. Like, yeah. you know... <laughs> well, so, that's good. Yeah, it's funny because people are so quick to be like, you know, uh, that that's a Joss scene, that's a Zach scene. Like The uh, stuff they liked, Joss Whedon did. Right, everything exactly. They didn't like, if it yeah. made them laugh, it was definitely a Joss scene. And it's like, <laughs> That's not that's not fair to Zach to Zack Snyder. So you know it's they're they're being very quiet with what what is whose and whose is what. Um, supposedly, Joss contributed about fifteen to twenty percent of the film, maybe, uh, and then of course edited the film to be what we saw you know in theaters, which is a two-hour movie and two hours to me, in a superhero film like this, is very constricted. Uh, rumor has it that the original cut of this film is closer to the 245 three-hour mark, which I can understand, because Batman v Superman, the ultimate edition, is a three-hour movie. You know, the theatrical cut was two and a half hours, so I could totally see Justice League, where you're introducing Flash, you're introducing Aquaman, you're introducing Cyborg, you're bringing Superman back, you're doing all of this stuff, and you got to fight the bad guy, how do you do it in two hours? 
Well, the, and they, to credit Batman vs Superman, that director's cut was better. It explained things more, yes. and I think that you know, hopefully, we'll get a director's cut of here to kind of fill in all those gaps and the, those things that get sped, sped through. But I think we all want it, but unfortunately, I don't think we're going to get it just because I think there is no director's cut, and I don't think Zach wants to come back at this point and maybe finish his vision. Maybe it'll be something. Uh, for those of you that know, like what happened with the, the old school Superman two with Christopher Reeve, how they had the the Donner cut that came out many many years later. You know, they had what was the original version of the film uh, re-edited and put together, and maybe down the road, you know, in five years, ten years, maybe Zack Snyder will come back to it and say, "Hey, I want to put out my Justice League director's cut." But at this, they kind of did that with uh, Blade Runner too, didn't they? Yeah. Oh yeah. Several. Yep. several There's cuts, been a obviously. ton of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, several cuts. <laughs> Um, the problem with the director's cut on, on Justice League is I feel like there's a lot of scenes that were probably never finished. No special effects were done. Um, scenes that were maybe that are maybe just green screened and they never finished. Um, plus, you know, the scenes that Joss rewrote, obviously those are kind of took the film in certain different directions at different points. So how would that fit in with with the rest of the stuff that Zach did? Um, the score was different. I mean, there was a lot of differences to it, and I don't know. If it's as simple as just slapping together like a director's cut, they might be able to salvage some kind of extra extended edition or something that has a lot of the deleted scenes in it. Because there was a ton of deleted stuff. I mean, we had heard there was uh, more stuff with Lex Luthor originally. Uh, we know Iris West was in the film. Uh, they had Kirsty Clemens. Uh, she shot a bunch of stuff with Flash, and they had actually introduced her character. Totally cut out. Uh, William Defoe was in the was in the movie as Volko uh, in some Aquaman scenes. That was cut out. There, oh, wow. was, there was a lot of extra stuff that was actually completely just removed. Um, to obviously keep the film in that two-hour runtime, which was actually something that the president of Warner Brothers, Kevin Sujihara, um, actually mandated and said, this film needs to be two hours, which I think is kind of fucked up because he's just, he was just, I think, looking at the overall dollar. You know, when a movie's close to three hours, that's one less showtime a day you're going to get out of each screening, whereas if you keep it at two hours, you might be able to get one or two more screenings in every single day, uh, times that by 4,000 theaters that are showing the movie it's a lot of extra revenue and but unfortunately i think it bit them in the ass because that's you know um it's not the movie that was intended to be and uh, a lot of it's been truncated i mean it's literally like that boss at your job that takes away the free coffee or the or, or the free <laughs> you know milk for your coffee because you know overall cost but you're, you're pissing everybody off so in the end it, it's not, not really a, a, a saver maybe it is i don't know and the product that you get out of it can be different you know if you have people that are happy and and you that, know I getting milk to work in my hard coffee. yeah exactly and then you get you know piss people off and your product kind of comes out a little differently it's not exactly what you want it to be yet yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate, I mean, because like we all tend to go with, that the Ultimate Edition of BVS is the better film, um, but they were not going to release a three-hour cut in the movie theater, and that's why it was chopped down to 2.30, and one of the people that, and most what most of what people bitched about was kind of the editing and how kind of jumpy it was from one scene to another, and that's because it wasn't shot that way, there was more shit to it, and they had to chop it down in the end there to get to that 2.30 runtime. 
So the good thing is that I don't feel Justice League is overly choppy like that, uh, but you can definitely feel that they're just like, let's get to the next point, let's get to the next point, let's get to the next point, with really no room to breathe for a lot of the characters and the introductions and things like that that we know we would have got more of. I know there's a ton of extra cyborg footage from his dad putting them together to the accident that happened that they referenced. If I mean, you, even the football scenes. That's like, what I'm saying. See that in oh, the trailer. Yeah. You go back, yeah, if you just watch the trailers to this movie, go back and watch the like the four trailers that were released, there's something in every single trailer that is not in this movie. And I a lot of it know is who Alfred was talking right. to. Oh, oh, oh yeah, oh, good point. I'm so glad you came. Hopefully you're not too late. What where the fuck is that scene? Not in the movie. Uh, you know, which is so funny that it was like that this was big, the big stinger scene. Point. Yeah. Big stinger Yeah, like scene. who's this guy? Who's that guy? Is it Green Lantern? Is he Superman? Is it, right? it doesn't have to be a guy. <laughs> well true. But right. it was probably Green Lantern, I'm just saying. It was a thump. The Green Lantern doesn't doesn't enter the scene with thumps. It's more of a, like a glow. So I, I don't. True. I'm starting to think the more I think about that scene that it was actually Lois that it happens before the fight. Uh, and that, he's, he's, that would make he sense. He says, "Oh, you know, they said you'd come. Hopefully, you're not too late, Nick." Because they. Uh, she, 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 been was, a little she was the big big gun, you know, <laughs> that, for that scene. Oh, but we'll get, we'll it should have been. Doomsday, that would be cool. The enemy of my enemy, right? <laughs> but you know, you have that, and then, like I said, with Cyborg, yeah, you see him in that first trailer, he's playing football, you see him walking down the street in his varsity jacket, like, there's more scenes to it. There's even one scene where he, like, busts through a tank, and he's like, I'd get out of the way if I was you, or whatever. That scene's never oh, yeah. to be found in the fucking movie. You know, there's a scene in the latest trailer where Flash is putting his finger, like, through the glass, and he's breaking through the glass in slow-mo. That's not in the movie. Uh, I mean, there is there's so much stuff. Bruce Wayne looking at the hologram of Superman on the computer. That's not in the movie. I mean, there is so much stuff. If you search around and just kind of Google it, you'll find complete breakdowns of literally like every missing scene. And you're just like, where the hell did that go? Where the hell did that go? Where the hell did that go? Just so much stuff. It's it's just it's crazy. But um. So let's get into it. So, I mean, overall, the general story of this movie is that we pick up months later after Superman's been dead. Um, Batman is... it is... safe to say... Sorry to interrupt, but is yeah. it safe to say there's spoilers? I don't know if we said that. We said it at the beginning. That's the whole point of this. But oh, yes, okay. once again, we're diving in now. Spoiler <laughs> alert. You've been Just warned be for the last time. <laughs> All right, we're jumping into this. So, so like we said, a couple months later after uh, Superman's been dead, we're still kind of mourning uh, Superman's death. Uh, Batman is searching out parademons, uh, and he's looking for them. He's trying to figure out what these three cubes are. We find out that there's three mother boxes, one that the Amazonians have, the Atlanteans, and man. Um, so we're looking, and he's trying to put together a team because he knows something bad's coming. And, of course, it turns out to be Steppenwolf, who is coming to collect the three mother boxes and basically terraform Earth into a new apocalypse that they don't ever really mention apocalypse. And... Um, you know, but that's kind of what we're trying to do. Uh, but we also got to bring back Superman because we can't do it alone. And, uh, yes, and we fight him and uh, we hope to save the day. So it basically just in quick general synopsis form, uh, you got that as the basic groundwork of the film. Bruce Wayne trying to um, get the team together. He's got Wonder Woman helping him out. They're both trying to recruit, uh, you know, Flash and Cyborg and Aquaman to the team. Uh, Aquaman's kind of reluctant at first, but then he finally jumps in after the mother box gets stolen. Uh, so, so let's go into it. Let's jump right into the things we loved. And, uh, I'll say number one, my favorite scene right out the gate is easily Superman's resurrection. Um, and not just his resurrection, but the fight Superman versus the justice league. Let's just call it that. 
Um, hands down, my absolute favorite scene of the movie. Um, after they resurrect Superman, he is trying to figure out what's going on. He's a little clouded. Things are kind of just funky in his head. And the Justice League shows up and they're like, hey, Clark, like, we're here. We're your friends. Like, don't mess with, you know, we're cool. You know, um, please you know, we're here for you. Do, do you know where you are? Do you know who you are? And he's kind of just he's figuring it out. He's, he's like, what's kind of going on? And it was really cool because it goes into, like, Superman's x-ray vision, and he's kind of looking at the skeleton of all of them, and he sees Aquaman's heart is pounding really fast. It's and, getting quicker and quicker. Dude, it's awesome. And Cyborg's like, you need to calm down. Your adrenaline's pumping. And, and Aquaman's like, yeah, because something's not right. Something's not right. I'm telling you, something's <laughs> not right. And, uh, and then Cyborg goes into this, like, auto mode, and his arm turns into a gun and they're like what are you doing he's like i can't help it it's just gonna it's just gonna fire it's in a, it's, it's arming itself to protect myself and then so he shoots a cannon blast at superman which therefore superman's like oh you motherfuckers here we go and uh and all hell just starts to break loose um is pete peeps can't hear us i'm starting to get a message here from peeps saying he can't hear anything oh uh, did he lose us oh jesus <laughs> Damn it, peeps! <laughs> Motherfucker. Ruining our damn shit. Hold on. Now you have to edit. Shit. Let me hang up on him. He, like, went to... He went to... Like, I saw it pop in, like, a word with the video, and then he disappeared. Can you hear me now? There you are. Oh, Jesus oh dude. Fucked it all up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what the hell happened. You're like, all right, so I want to get into the, the actual movie and boop, and just went blank. Oh, dang. He talks a lot because he talked about Superman. You didn't hear any of the Superman fight stuff? I mean, we could we could just well, I'm just go going. from just there. Going. Yeah. It's all cool, yeah, man. Just... Shit happens live on the network, but uh, <laughs> yeah. hopefully it didn't fuck up the recording as I'm going now because the Skype recorder is all funky when a call gets jacked. So hopefully we're good here, but we're going to continue along. It says everything's recording, so let's, yeah. uh, we'll truck cool. along. Keep it so, going. Thanks a lot, peeps. But uh, <laughs> so basically, um, so yes, yeah, so. Cyborg blasted Superman, so Superman therefore decides, okay, well, it's on now, I gotta protect myself, and gets into the fight with the League, and they, they're all like, come on, man, no, like, we're not here to fight you, and he's just starts effing them all up, he's just bitch-slapping Aquaman, he's throwing Cyborg away, uh, Wonder Woman's like, come on, like, like don't make me do this, and, and he, there's so many cool parts in this whole sequence uh, of, of Wonder Woman throwing the lasso at him, and just Superman wrapping the lasso around his arm and just tugging on her, you know? That's so cool. So yeah, yeah. cool, man. He just grabs it with one arm, and he's just like, and she's pulling with all her strength, and he's just standing there holding the lasso, basically. Oh, and, my gosh. You know, and I love when she went to do the cross gauntlets, and he just grabbed her arms and pulled them apart, and then he flew up a little bit and just headbutted her right into the ground. I was like, damn! It was so tight. Um, 
So Don's favorite scene, Superman Don, who loves Superman's favorite scene is when Superman kicks everyone's ass. I'm yes. surprised. <laughs> Dude, the scene was just, I just wasn't expecting anything like this in this movie. And it just blew me away just how badass they, they had brought him back at. I mean, you literally have Aquaman, Cyborg, Flash, and Wonder Woman going at him. And none of them can stop him altogether. It's pretty damn incredible. And uh, so, of course, this all leads to probably one of my favorite moments of the entire movie, which is it goes oh, into yeah. a scene where Superman's standing there. He's got um, Aquaman in one arm. He's got Wonder Woman on his other arm. And Cyborg's kind of flying into his chest. And he's holding them all three of them back. Flash goes into the Speed Force, he starts running up on Superman, and it's all in slow motion, and you just see Superman's eye roll to the side and start tracking Flash. And Flash's face is like, what the <laughs> fuck? His eyes just keep getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> He's like, how the fuck can he see me? And, and, like, and then Superman just chucks the three of the other ones, turns sideways and starts swinging at Flash and Flash is like Whoa! trying to like dodge him and falling on his ass because he can't keep up like with, with how fast Superman's moving and he's like holy shit trying not to get punched yeah this scene is just so incredible whoever thought to do that just it's it's so awesome it kind of I mean it's reminds... definitely a Joss Whedon uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah right that's definitely up, that's what I'm JK Snyder I'm just kidding um you know, it, you know, kind of, it reminded there's me a certain little bit. Moments. It reminded me a little bit of Logan when 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 he's having the seizure in the hotel. Even though it's 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 filmed uh, yeah. a little bit differently, but when Wolverine's coming down the hallway and all those guards oh, are frozen yeah. and he pulls out fucking his claws and the one like guard looks at Wolverine like, Oh fuck and, like, Shit. and the claws go right into the dude's face. Like right right it's like you see it coming but you can't move. Like it was it reminded me of that, like it was just so cool to see the Superman can keep up with him and Flash's reaction just sold it. Um, and then, you know, wrapping the scene up, you know, Bruce shows up and he's like, Clark! And Superman flies over, grabs Batman, chokes him, pulls him up in the sky, and he's like, why won't you let me die? He's like, you wouldn't let me live, you won't let me die, like, what the hell do you, you know, uh, want yeah. from me? And, uh, he's just like, you know, we need you, da 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 and he's like, but do they need you? <laughs> Which I thought was, that awesome. was awesome. And then, and then when the greatest callback to BVS, he says, tell me. Do you bleed <laughs> to Batman? Which I thought was so fucking awesome. And uh, but then of course they call it the big guns, which of course is Lois, uh, which I believe from what I understand is the call back to BBS's dream of Flash coming through going, Lois, Lois is the key. You gotta find Lois. So I think that was the whole tie up back to that, that Lois was the thing. Superman throws Batman down to the ground, comes down, kinda chills out for a second, she hugs him, she's like, Let's get the hell out of here and they just fly off and take off and his mind gets right after that. It doesn't take too much. I was bummed out we didn't get no black suit <laughs> that would have been so cool or the bearded superman like yeah i wanted to see that, that would have been dope yeah oh, oh, wow. even just shirtless yeah like you said all bearded and i believe that shit is in the Zack snyder version and was totally redone 
So, uh, you know, that's another thing that makes me hope for a director's cut at some point. But uh, that's my highlight scene of the whole damn movie. And, of course, Superman coming back at the end with the fight with Steppenwolf is one of the big scenes. Seeing him in the newer, kind of lighter blue suit, you know. Like basically, they didn't mute the color of the suit in this movie, and it very, very much shined. The, the banter between Superman and the team from uh, Flash running to save the truck and Superman flying up next to him going, what's up, Slowpoke? You know, <laughs> like, just something like that. He's like, what? And he's like, you go left, I'll go right. And Flash saves the truck, and then he looks over and Superman's carrying a whole fucking building over his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> so good, so good. Flash is like, oh, well. <laughs> you know, he's like, like, I got this one person. I, I, saved tr- I saved the truck, but I love that Superman flew up next to him when he was running and was just like, what's up, Slowpoke? You know, and I mean, I mean, that can go that can go two different ways. I mean, a like this is Flash's first gig. You know, right, he's not right. used to saving people, and he felt so good about himself. You know, saving yeah. this like four well, people, totally. and then he looks at a seasoned hero, <laughs> and he's like, okay, I got some work to do. Or, you know. Yeah, definitely. Like I had to kick myself out of like the whole like realistic view though, because when Superman's flying with the the building like all put together, I was like, there's no way that's <laughs> that structurally sound to be able to hold together. And I was like, wait, it's a comic book. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's something that's exactly would be in a comic book. You look over oh, the yeah, next frame, sure. and he's holding the whole building intact over his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, everyone's probably just sitting in their in their chairs, like like, like sideways, you know, in the <laughs> staring out the window or something. <laughs> yeah, just, okay, that's fine. Drinking tea. Yeah. But to go back to the the Superman fight, Don, I wanted to, yeah. to make a quick point on that because you're right. Like that was probably one of the best scenes within the actual film itself. Like. Um, there's moments in movies where you can, where the, I think the audience gets like a hit of this like rush of almost adrenaline or the shock and this awe. And I think a really good movie will will get either, if not one of those, multiple of those throughout a film. I, I call I those this, oh shit moments. Oh where you shit say, moments. Oh shit. <laughs> I like you know it's like you say oh shit or your jaw hits the ground or your heart starts pounding. But like once Superman showed up and they're all just standing in front of you and like you start realizing things are going bad like. I was like Aquaman. My heart was starting to pound. I was like, (laughs) holy crap, I'm actually really into this right now. Like, I can't wait to see what's going to happen. And they didn't disappoint. I mean, I I agree with you. Everything you noted about that scene was phenomenal. And the fact that, you know, I I actually really like that they chose, like, trying to dogpile on him and almost this, like, team effort of trying to hold him down. And I I think a lot of the group superhero movies need more of that kind of team, teamwork aspect. And I just really like that they were... You know, you get the oh shit moment, you get the teamwork aspect of them trying to stop him without hurting him, you're trying to survive without him (laughs) killing them, and then also they threw in the comedy there, so I think that scene was really well put together and really well thought out, and um, it's definitely, for me at least, um, was a a highlight scene for the film too. And of course, the the comment of Pet Cemetery. That that was <laughs> that was great. Oh yeah, yeah. He had mentioned that like, good. well, hopefully he comes back right, but uh, there's always a pet cemetery chance. And then yeah. when he when he turned all evil, he was like, pet cemetery, pet cemetery. Pet cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I I agree. And 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 you know, with that scene too, I mean, it it I I appreciate the fact that the big gun didn't have anything to do with kryptonite. In all honesty, like I I, I literally said, here we go. He's got another yep. kryptonite scepter. <laughs> yep. He's got the scepter. He's gonna whip that out, you know. And and so I, I I honestly appreciate that. And Don, you you mentioned you know that that look at Flash scene and then yeah. go at him. You said how that was the, the best scene in the movie. And I, I will probably say I think that is 
probably one of the best scenes in comic book movie history. Like that scene wow. stands out that much to me. It, yeah. it just like like that. I was thinking in my head, like, wouldn't it be cool if Superman like kind of looked at him and stuck with him? And was like, hey, that shit ain't gonna happen. And then it happened. I'm like, no fucking way is this happening. And <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not big into the whole comic book world but i i do know you know again going a little bit further the whole end where superman racing flash i know that's been a thing where they can kind of oh, stick yeah. stick with each other with speed so i just thought you know that i don't know but at the same time i think it kind of <laughs> i don't know like superman is like what like 60 percent of the justice league and everybody else are just kind of like <laughs> yeah they're all just like the, they're just like the towel boys right they're just kind of fanning superman like all right superman rubbing his shoulders all right get back in there buddy you can do it you know i don't know <laughs> well it's true it's like they're all struggling with steppenwolf and then superman showed up and he's like oh kryptonian and he's like fuck <laughs> <laughs> and superman's Basically. like is this guy causing you trouble <laughs> and he just takes him out like no problem well, it's like any sport. I know you guys aren't big football players, but, you know, you get like a football team. You have like the star quarterback can be the difference of the whole team. But even still, it still t- takes the other players to, you know, have some effect. And, you know, they do their part. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just, uh, you know, going back to things we liked, I mean, you know, just to me, like, like, like Fred said earlier, I mean, I am a massive Superman fan. He is my favorite all-time superhero. And... I've loved Man of Steel. I I do like BVS and and but I feel like I've been waiting for that Man of Steel too. I've been waiting for Henry Cavill to get to do more stuff and I feel like what he got to do even though he's not in Justice League super much because he doesn't even come back from the dead until an hour plus into the movie and then obviously the final, you know, scene at the end. But when he is there, like He's the Superman, I think, that we've all kind of been waiting for. Like, I mean, just his his demeanor, his his approach to the, to the other characters, um, you know, his quips, you know, just even you know, when he was helping Cyborg rip the uh, cubes apart, and he's like, you know, what do you uh, need me to do? He's like, what do you need me to do? And he's like, you know, because I, I really like I really like being alive again, you know, like you know. And then <laughs> after the thing exploded, he's like, I just want to die, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like which that I thought was, was so cool. Like, like he had. Oh, that, I didn't the, catch that. Yeah, like they're laying there because. And that's when Cyborg is like, my toes hurt. How does that even make sense? Because <laughs> he doesn't even have toes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he's like, but my toes hurt. And he's like, I just want to die. <laughs> but, you know, and just just getting that flow of it. I mean, even that's that quick little scene at the very end of the movie, too, when Lois is writing her article and it's kind of flashing to everybody. And then you have Clark on the street, old school style, with the glasses, turns down the aisle, rips the shirt open, jumps up in the air. You know, it's just like, I don't know, it's just like we just had this different flow of Superman in this film that really was that hope symbol and uh, for me at least and I just you know, as much as I have loved him in the other movies uh, I wish he could have been in this entire film and part of the team from start to finish um, but, but when he was there it was so fucking great and, and it just really like when they do that slow motion shot of them all standing together after the Steppenwolf fight I was just like oh my god look at this it's so tight like to see them all stand there together um, you know and you see Flash and Cyborg fist bump you know <laughs> And Cyborg gives us booyah, <laughs> you know, and just oh, yeah. little booyah. things like that, you know, that is just nice little tweaks to it all. Um, but did Superman really need muscles painted on his suit? I mean, Henry Cavill is just muscle. 
<laughs> I don't think it painted no, that's, on. That's just how tight his suit is. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, that, that's literally what it was. <laughs> it so. it ripples over his on. <laughs> No, he's bursting through the he's material. bursting, exactly. <laughs> his his abs are bursting through the fucking front of the suit. Super abs. Super abs. So, yeah. peeps, what's one of the scenes that, or one of the things you liked about it that stood out for you? I mean, you know, besides that, but I, I will honestly say one of the things that I really like about this movie is is their attention to detail. And it, it's, you know, it's been a while since I've seen it, and I'll I'll, I'll bring it up as I, you know, remember the, the different scenes. But, like, just things like Flash's suit, like, towards the end of the movie, like, it looks like a worn up, worn down, like, junky piece of, like, you know, crap that, you know, somebody just put together randomly. And you know what I mean? It's not like it was the Iron Man, you know, final version suit that he had on. Like it was really worn down and and, and jacked up. And uh, man, I, I I like I said, I can't really think of a lot of things. But th- they had a lot of moments in this movie where they really paid it. Oh, like Cyborg when when him and um one of the moments that that really pissed. There's a few moments that pissed me off, and this movie actually fixed it. Right off, like right away. And the first one was when Cyborg w- was spying on um, both Batman and Wonder Woman, and no, and they never, they didn't notice it at all. And I literally said that in the movie. It's like bullshit. There's no way that both Batman and Wonder Woman wouldn't see a giant robot man behind a bush. That's so whatever. But then could have been a big bush. That, well, they had that conversation, <laughs> and then she, you know, she made that comment like, "Yeah, I saw your ass earlier." Just, just so you know, it's like, "All right, cool. That that that's tight. That was tight." <laughs> and you know how when he showed up, you know how all the lights just kind of disappeared and, and they shut off. Like they didn't have to go into like detail him explaining five minutes. Yes, I I integrated myself within the the the, the city electrical system, and I turned off. You know what? They just did, yeah. it. and it happened, yeah. and then he left, and then the lights turned back on, kind of thing. It's just yeah. very subtleties that that they. Um, subtle moments that they put in this movie that I, I really appreciate it. And, and like, I'm, I'm gonna create a list right now, so so you, so you know what I'm <laughs> create a list. Nice. You, you're the list master now. List yeah, master. but Go you ahead, know, as Fred. far as me, I, I really liked. You know, I mentioned that, that the Superman fight was probably the standout moment for me. But um, there's like a couple little things that just really, really uh, captured my attention and my interest uh, as I was watching this movie. And the Amazon fight was definitely one of them. Uh, I think that scene. And playing that like keep away game where they're trying to keep the uh, mother box away from Steppenwolf was really well thought out as well. I think it, it's very similar to um, you know how thought out and and uh, and put together that Superman fight scene was. I think they kind of went the same same route with this one. Had a lot of fun with that one. I really liked that you also were not, not only getting this really cool fight scene, but there was a lot of like impactful things happening. So so many of these Amazons were dying, and it was like having this huge impact to to Wonder Woman and her her family, like her mom, her... I mean, even some of the main um, Amazon guards that were in the first movie were dying in this in this scene. And so it's just... I felt like this so, was one of the few moments that there was actually, like, uh, earned loss, you know, from from characters that might be important in, uh, in another movie like Wonder Woman. Yeah, but I, the thing with that scene that kind of bothered me is, like, for what? Like... I, I, it was a fun little, like you said, football moment, you know, kind of yeah. like yeah, keep away. But that's away, what but, it was for. But like, like the way that they built that tomb, right? They had what five doors that <laughs> shut down, and then yeah. to block them in. But the door, but they had a wall probably the same length as the as the doors right behind them. He's like, okay, I can break through five walls, or I could just break through the one wall behind me and get out. I don't know. 
Like, he's really strong, peeps. He used his axe. He used his <laughs> axe to get out. As like a no, I, I know, but I'm just saying, like in terms of a structure, like you think they would have had five layers, like all the way around, instead of just one way. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's a good point. But what about the way. other but fight though, cool with scene. the Amazons and the Atlanteans, and then you got yeah, you saw Green Lantern. I was like, oh shit. That's exactly where I was going next because that was like the the one moment where like my mind totally blew when I saw the Green Lantern. I, I was just that was my victory moment. That's where I was like, yes, I got a Green Lantern. It wasn't the Green Lantern I wanted. You saw the big fist but, flying through the air, like oh shit. Yes. <laughs> and so I cool. liked that they gave you the moment of the ring coming off the hand and shooting around Steppenwolf and flying off. That was a pretty cool little like Easter egg right there. Yeah, and it I like that they had the gods there too. I mean, it, 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 that's probably something we as fans would, would ask ourselves. Like, well, if gods existed in this world, why would they not have tried to stop them at any point? And as we know through the Wonder Woman movie, they all died at, you know, at that point of the movie. Like, there's, I think the only god that was alive, right, was like Ares. Right, and, he was the only um, left. Oh, sorry. Spoilers for Wonder Woman, people. Spoilers in a spoiler show. That's crazy. Yeah, but um, <laughs> spoiler in a spoiler. That's <laughs> <laughs> like sixteen spoilers. I'm sorry. That's the inception um, of spoilers. This is the spoiler podcast. But uh, I don't know. I, I, you like the green, the lantern. I thought it was, it was dope looking at those giant ass gods standing next to him. Like, is that Zeus? I don't know. He's throwing lightning bolts. I think that's fucking. Zeus. I was like, Shazam's I, here. Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out who the hell the Green Lantern was. I was like looking at him, like, Man, I wonder if this oh, is one boy. from the comic. Wasn't trying to see. <laughs> it's Glib Glorb. Oh my god. It was. Exactly. I, I sent you guys the name of the one that confirmed who it was. It's some. Oh, they did. Yeah, it's like some like. Ron, Ronjar or something. It's some alien Green Lantern from like back in the day. Like, but it was a legit character. That's uh, awesome. I'll have I to had, check it out. Yeah, I pulled the article. I thought I had sent it to you guys in the chat, but uh, yeah, I don't remember. At some point. But yeah, it was pretty cool that it was actually an actual lantern. <laughs> it wasn't just some no name Bob. Yeah. Doug. And new Doug. I mean, come on, guys. Like, I think the best the best thing out of the entire movie though is that last after credit scene with Deathstroke. Nah. I mean, dude, how bad. That was the best thing in the movie. Oh, I already have a death stroke. I already have a death stroke, and I, I kind of like him better. Oh, come on. We didn't even get to see. He just yeah. looks amazing. Joe looks more like the comic book one than yes, my new Ben. The white hair. Does. Tall, like, I get it. He does, but I don't know. <laughs> Again, like, it just, I was I was honestly expecting Dark Side. Like or or some kind of brainiac or some kind of big big boss, not oh 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 what? Thank you for, <laughs> for freaking me out. We gotta put a league together. Oh, oh. Like, no, I, no. I think if it would have stayed with Snyder, that is what you would have got. Once again, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> you know it'd been great as if you put like a like a a lightsaber in his mouth. Like here you go, and then just like you know, remember when he did that in the first movie, Luther? Lightsaber. No, not a lifesaver. You, candy. Oh, he said. Candy. He said a lightsaber. I was <laughs> like, so who confused. put a lightsaber in their mouth? A lightsaber. It was no, also. A, it was a Jolly saber. Rancher, dude. It was a Jolly oh, Rancher. rancher yeah. It was a cherry Jolly <laughs> Rancher. Hey, let me do that again. Hey, wouldn't it be funny at the end if you put a Jolly Rancher in Deathstroke's mouth? Like, there you go. That would have been funny. But I think Deathstroke would have shot him. I mean, come on. I don't know. No. <laughs> Anywho. Standout character for me had to be Cyborg. I'm telling you guys, I didn't have any any expectations for Cyborg because, like to be honest, like outside of the Teen Titans cartoon, 
where Cyborg is amazing and funny and hilarious. Like, I'm not the biggest Cyborg fan. He's been kind of dull and, like, he serves his purpose and he does, you know, he's been okay, especially, like, my, my most Cyborg for me has been with the New 52, so that's a lot what this one was based off of. Mm-hmm. But I had, like, zero expectations of, of this character. And I got to tell you guys that I felt that Ray Fisher really killed it with the acting on, on this particular character. Oh, yeah. Especially especially with being covered in CGI, like, the whole time, which is one of my nitpicks. But, True. I mean, this guy, he brought so much depth with so little to really work with. I mean, you're, you're playing a cyborg, so it's so easy to just be the, like, I'm a robot kind of person. Yeah, I like his voice, just his regular yeah. speaking voice. Like, it just, it just sounds it's like deep. a badass. Yeah. It does. <laughs> and he just, he had so much more character than I was expecting. And, like, the scene where... He's talking to his dad, and, and um, he's like, oh, were you afraid they were going to see the monster in the desk? Like, oh, you're not a monster. He's like, oh, that's interesting. I thought uh, – you thought I was talking about you, uh, me, <laughs> but yeah. I was talking about you. you know. And yeah. I thought that was something I wasn't expecting from Cyborg because you know, typically with that kind of storyline, the very uh, touche thing to do – or not touche, the uh, cliche thing to do yeah. is to right. make them feel like I'm a monster now. But he didn't – like I, was, I just really liked how – he was just completely more man. His his total arc was just was so good. I mean, like we knew nothing about Ray Fisher. I mean, this guy hasn't really been in anything before. And I agree with you, man. Like the way he played it, basically playing a robot, you know, uh, just his demeanor, the way that that whole conversation with his dad, I loved. You know, like when he flew up a little bit and he was like, couldn't do that yesterday. You know, just talking about how he's always learning and adapting and being plugged in and just, you know, and just uh, the conversation between him and Flash when they're digging up the grave, you know, and it's just like, he's like, it just, you know, he's like, oh, we're kind of the, you know, we're the, we're the accidents, you know, and stuff like that. He's like, yeah, we kind of are, you know, and just seeing his evolution to what he became kind of at the end of the movie from where he was literally was great. Like literally. Yeah. I mean, even his suit, like. Like Fred was saying, like the CGI suit was the thing. He reminded me of like the Terminator, that whole movie. And it kind of bothered me. But at the very end, like, again, a, a thing, an issue I had with the movie, you saw that his suit started changing and it actually, you know, was become more smoother and looked like, I don't know, it, evolving. And I, I yep. thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that because I fucking hate the, 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 the model of this. The bulky thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You look like Iceman or something. I know, and at the end, we finally got the C on his chest, like his, his thing changed up. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, shit, cool. it looks so cool. Yeah, dude. Cool. And yeah, man, Cyborg, he, for me, I, I definitely agree, Freddie. I mean, minus Superman, which I hate saying this, but minus <laughs> Superman, which was the standout best character in this whole freaking movie. But Cyborg, I definitely, you know, really enjoyed him. But I, I will say the things that... Like you said, the cliche moments, it did kind of annoy me. I hate you, Dad, for saving my life and doing everything you possibly could to, you know. Oh, that's true. You know, it like it would be one thing if they made it where his dad did this like as like a selfish type of thing. Like he didn't really do it f- to bring his son back that he loves. Like he did it because he now had like a human vessel he can experiment on. Like, right. They, he, he did it for science. It, Right. Yeah. If they to make more like, weapons. Exactly. If they would have did that, like you know, I would have. But like, I felt bad for the dad. I'm like, all he fucking did was try to help you out, bro. Like, I would do the same thing. Sorry, Apollo, but you coming back as a Robo Kid if I have the the, the science? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, but I love that he didn't he didn't hold that grief for the dad though. Like when when he saw Steppenwolf pick up the yeah. dad, like he freaked the hell out and he was like, "Dad!" you know, and came to the rescue all fast, you know. So Yeah, no, that was good. That was good. Good <laughs> development because it's it's within I think the character of most people. Like even if you're mad at your dad for turning you in this thing, like at the end of the day it's still your dad. So if he's about to get killed by some crazy supervillain, you're still going to be like, "No, no one's going to kill him except me." Exactly. Is it me or the DC superheroes? They got a lot of lot of parental issues, don't they? Like Wonder Woman. <laughs> they all do. Yeah. Zeus is his dad, and and the Marthas, the Martha family, and 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 Cyborg, and even Aquaman. Oh, I don't know who my mom is. She left me for for to die and on the surface. No, your mother loved you. Like they all got they all got parental issues. No, that's that's a good point. Good yeah, point. Yeah, it's true. Very true. My, the, hero, the hero and the tragedy. No, you know, I mean, I'd say that that's, you know, when we talk about positives, I think it's hard to deny that just everybody played their role so well in this film. You know, I mean, I think there's no, at least for me, and I would hope that you guys agree, for the most part, if, if you're talking about the league... Yeah, I have one problem. Oh, Jesus. But I'm saving it for a problem. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) So I'm going back to me then. I'm saying I think the league had great chemistry. I thought they all worked very well together. The dynamic was great. I thought Momoa was awesome as Aquaman. I thought Ezra Miller just killed it as the Flash, and I can't wait to see further adventures of this version of Barry Allen. You know, we've come so used to to know three seasons now on the CW and all this stuff but to see this other version was great seeing him see his dad in jail we know that whole backstory you know it's like we already talked about Ray Fisher killing it I've, I've said before I'll say it again I love Ben Affleck as Batman and I totally wish you know we, we find out soon what the hell's going on because I'm so confused is he staying is it going is he staying is it going like I really love him as Batman I would like to see him continue on uh, we already talked about Henry Cavill just killing in as Superman so the league together bringing everything together is is one of the highlights to me is what makes the film work so well as the team uh, Gal Gadot of course once again as Wonder Woman just it's just she just embodies that whole character and I absolutely love it um, you know and uh, I just to reiterate, I mean, I wouldn't say the after credit scene is one of my favorite scenes of the entire movie, but I was very pleasantly surprised by the last one you're talking about, Fred, with, with all of a sudden, um, you know, we find out that Lex has escaped prison. There's there's another guy in Arkham basically pretending to be Lex, and we see a boat going, and I'm like, is Deadpool on this boat? What the fuck is right. going on right now? <laughs> and uh, the boat pulls up to this yacht, because I saw the swords and the tassels and shit, yeah, I'm like, the what thing... the fuck's Deadpool doing in this? And then, <laughs> and then uh, he gets off the, on the, onto the yacht, and you're like, oh, it's, it's fucking Deathstroke, and you're like, oh shit, oh shit, they kept it in, and then you see Lex, and you're like, oh, because all that stuff was coming out about how Jesse Eisenberg was cut out of the film, and he's not even going to be in it. So I was very, very surprised, and he's there, and he's talking to Deathstroke, he pulls off the helmet, of course, Joe Manganiello, like we heard, was going to be Deathstroke, and now we're even hearing about a solo Deathstroke film. And, awesome. Um, you know, and then, and, and just, I like the way that Eisenberg, even though it was very little, but I like the way that he played up, you know, the fact, like, hey, our saviors come back from the dead, you know, and he was like, so, and he's putting together a team. I think it's time we put together a team of our, a league of our own. And uh, that just gets exciting, I feel, for the future of the DCEU. I mean, one of the things that people didn't like about this film was the villain, and people always want that more real, kind of tangible villain. And how awesome would it be to have the Justice League taking on, like, 
five of their own counterparts, you know, like basically having like Lex and Deathstroke and uh, maybe, you know, Black Manta and, uh, you, you know, like just you start pulling Cheetah. in the, you, Cheetah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You start pulling in people from all of their past. That'd be pretty damn badass, you know, so I'm, I'm totally hope that that's a you know a direction we're heading into and i gotta say i love the race scene with superman and flash it was fun you know i'm sure it was a whedon scene and, uh, <laughs> yeah, know, definitely uh, that definitely did feel like a whedon scene but, uh, just with the you know with the, with the dynamic he's like oh thanks for doing this for me and he's like sure and he's like so if i win you're out of you're off the team and he's like what <laughs> Yeah. Like, I'm just playing, you know, and he's like, you gotta, just, you, yeah. gotta, you gotta take, <laughs> no, if I win, we have you, brunch. you gotta take yeah. us to brunch, oh, that's cold, man, that's cold, <laughs> you know, and just, you know, like, I've never been to the Pacific before, <laughs> that way, alright, let's go, uh, that, that was, that was a fun little add-on that I really, really enjoyed, I mean, there, there's so many, if I sat and, you know, we talked about pluses, we can go on and on and on, but let's switch gears to maybe the things we didn't like so much, and, um, I'll, I'll start with you, Fred. Let's roll into it. What, what, Whoa. What All right, let me crack my knuckles. You just said about going on and on and on about pluses. I could go on and on and on about negatives. And I was like telling myself as I'm getting ready for this uh, podcast, I'm like, don't be the negative guy that all you have to say is something don't negative. Be the don't peeps. be peeps. There you go. <laughs> you beat me to a piece. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's so much that I had problems with. Um Sorry, my dog, dog my got dog. our cosmic cube over here and squeaking it all around. Um, so there was so much that I had like problems with. That, like, for example, the main the main thing I think, and this comes down to the storytelling aspect of it, because I felt the story was very jumbled. It was rushed. It was cut like crazy, and we know why. But as a viewer, I was affected by that. And you know, I I don't think you can go into the movie and you can sit there and watch it and you can try and overlook it. But at the end of the day, I'm giving my dollars for you to show me something that I've been waiting to see since I was a child. So if it's off, I'm going to call attention to that. And I think there was a lot of the storytelling aspects were off with this film. And the main part being a lot to do with Superman and his whole, like, I'm the center of hope. At no point did I feel that, like, there was this dessert. Like, okay, so the, the, the Justice League movie focuses so much on the world being sad that Superman is dead. Everyone's depressed. There's all these black flags everywhere. But you know what? Like, we just spent the whole Batman v Superman movie talking about how the world doesn't like Superman because well, he's not like regulated. Half. Oh, a huge chunk of it. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, they had the Senate meeting, and everyone's like, you're out of control. You are being... Like, there was just such this negative view from Batman v Superman about Superman and even Superman was questioning that with Lois in, in Batman v Superman. And then he dies. And all of a sudden, like, everyone just, now they love Superman and hit this, this huge loss. I don't think that was earned. I feel like, you know, with, with Man of Steel, Superman was new. No one knew what he was. And if you want to have the world kind of be afraid of him, you do it then. And then Batman v Superman continued with that. So I don't see how we as an audience should say, okay, I can accept the fact that actually the whole world actually loved him. And it was, was it just the senator that had a problem with him. I don't know. That was a huge storytelling problem that I had with it. I see a little bit of where you're coming from because it was such a focal point in Batman v Superman. Um, but I think we were only looking at it from one side in BVS, you know, because they were trying to get you to see where Batman was coming from and all this kind of other stuff to kind of stack the odds. 
Um, right. I, I do know that they obviously really hyped up the fact that he was dead and how much people were mourning because it just made it that much bigger when he comes back. Exactly. You know, because and... we needed him to come back as that symbol of hope, you know, which I did like the, how it had that little tag of the of the cell phone footage at the beginning yeah. of the movie of the little kid being like, oh my God, like a Superman, like, you know, like, does the S really stand for hope? And, you know, Superman, just... what's wrong with your face? It looks like there's some CGI on it. Oh, now, peeps. Stop. Now you just... <laughs> that they couldn't help. Damn that, that wasn't a Whedon scene, by the way. It wasn't? That was a Whedon scene. I'm just kidding. I know. Uh, I, was like, I know yes, for a was. fact that was a Whedon scene. <laughs> that has to be, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was a reshot scene. But it just seems so unearned. And that was my biggest problem is that, like, they try to force down our throats. And, peeps, this is a complaint you have about Batman vs. Superman, too, that, like, the loss of Superman, the death of Superman is a huge deal. But they just spent the whole movie telling us how he's a threat. And then so now they're trying to force down our throats that we the world is happy that – or first off, sad that he's he's gone. And then they're going to be out of nowhere happy that he's back now. Just because he he saved him from Steppenwolf, I I don't know. It just felt really unearned. That was like my biggest problem. It has to do with just the overall story and how I don't things. No, I mean got they even mentioned in Suicide Squad. Amanda Waller even mentioned about the fact that you know, like since Superman died, like all these people were coming out the woodwork and all these villains were coming out because they knew that Superman wasn't there anymore. And I mean, he he was something that kind of kept like the criminal activity down while he was out and about so i mean that was right. a big deal that you know once they know he's gone then who's going to be here to protect us kind of thing you know well i always took it as like amanda waller's the you know she's not in the majority like she was seeing it because she's a smart tactical thinking individual and she realizes that there's going to be some threats that we're going to need Superman for. Now we don't have that, and or the next Superman might be bad. And, and right. she mentions that. Yeah. So I don't. I, but I think they're trying to say that the overall population is all of a sudden depressed over that. And I don't. That was a huge storytelling aspect problem I had, and, and then it just carried over into so many other aspects. Um, I don't want to keep ranting on and on. I'll throw one more out before I'll let Pete throw some. But um, the other Thank thing you. you had mentioned was about. Um, like every single uh, main leaguer was doing like a really good job as far as their characters. Look, I'm with you, Don. I've gone on record of saying that Ben Affleck is the best Batman we've seen so far. When I watched B- Batman v Superman, I literally fast forward through every single scene except for the Batman stuff. And I just sit there and watch all the Batman stuff. And I watch the Wonder Woman stuff. And then I fast forward through everything else. Because Ben Affleck was so damn good in that movie. And you could see he had put so much effort into Batman. This is the exact opposite. This is a tired, beat up, just destroyed Ben. And you could see it in his performance. I feel like his performance was not at the same level as it was with BVS. And that he's just like phoning in his his lines and just like, God, please get me through this contract and like let this be over with. I just felt that it was not that same passion that we saw in BVS and, and I get it. I mean, BVS got destroyed, but, um, you know, by critics and fans and things like that. So I could see why he's sad about it, but like, it just came through in the character. And so I don't know. Uh, I, okay. So I, (laughs) I agree with you on the aspect that he was not as strong 
as he was in BVS. Like he, I agree with you. He killed it in BVS. Like you just felt how much he was really trying to just smash the acting side of it as Bruce oh, Wayne, as Batman, yeah. just awesome. I think he did a great job in, in Justice League is too, not as much, but I think you have to look at it from a little bit of a different perspective too. He's more broken down in this film and a little bit more worrisome in this movie than he was in BVS. Like, in this Ooh. movie, he's kind of coming across it as, like, I know this thing's coming. I know that, the, you know, I'm trying to put this team together. He takes on the, you know, basically the grief of Superman's death. He's putting that all on his shoulders, and he's dealing with that fact, and he's trying to make decisions. There's several moments in this film where I think his acting is outstanding, you know, when, when he gets into it with Wonder Woman, he's, he pulls out the Steve Trevor card and gets in her face about, you know, trying to bring back Superman and stuff. And, like, you know, where were you since World War One and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, I mean, there, there's several moments in there and just – and you see how burned out and down he is. Like, after that one fight when he's, you know, sitting there and he pulls up the bat suit and he's all bruised across his back and Wonder Woman comes in to pop his arm back in and, you know, and he's basically saying, I'm getting too old for this shit. You know, like, I mean, it just, like – I think he's just Batman in a different, totally different mind state and different flow in this movie that kind of presents him in a different light. I don't think it really had to do with him personally or the way he was acting. I think it was just the way he was trying to portray Batman in this movie. It's the way I kind of took it. Peeps, you might have to be the middle guy on this one because I feel like aside from, I will give him credit for that, that Wonder Woman and Bruce Wayne scene. That was really, really well done. I thought that was great. But aside from that, I just felt like I didn't get the sense of the, the battered down, beaten Bruce. Wayne. I got that more with Batman v Superman. Like he's he's just tired and he's um, fed up and nothing's been working and nothing's been changing. And you really got that in his character. And that's why he's gotten a little bit more violent. And here was a total flip side. And now we got more of a Tony Stark attitude where he's in a bat suit cracking these silly jokes. And I'm just like. Eh, I don't know. Like, he cracked it, one damn joke. Stop it. <laughs> he said one joke. Oh, something's definitely bleeding. <laughs> After Superman <laughs> threw him down. That was actually really funny. And it was hilarious. But, no, like, <laughs> but he wasn't, uh, no, he wasn't no. cracking Even jokes. Even the stuff was, was I don't know. He was too, he was trying to be too funny. It, just, it was different. I don't know. I didn't feel, uh, I didn't feel it was on. at that same level. Save one. Save one. Yeah. He was suicidal too. I mean, come on. Hey, like he's trying to kill himself every five seconds. Well, like I mean, that's that's a hero though. Honestly, every five seconds, it was one scene at the end of the movie. He's trying to... <laughs> Jeez. I mean, he's yeah. a human going against aliens. I mean, he's trying to kill himself, Don. That's, that's <laughs> true. I don't know. Any? You guys have any problems? Because I could keep going, but I figured I'd share. Jeez. No, I mean, I I'm with you, Fred, but I I think I can break my beef down into to two two little parts. Honestly, um, and my, the the one my first thing that I thought that bothered me throughout the entirety of the movie, and it's the kind of the same thing that bothered me about the first Avengers movie, is the triggering moment that causes somebody to want to bring everything together, bring everybody, bring the super team together. Like in in, in Avengers, like you know Loki comes down and steals a cube, and then. Nick Fury's like, all right, it's time to assemble the Avengers. You know what I mean? Like, uh, to, you got to assemble the Avengers to do a uh, like a witch hunt kind of thing. Like, no, like you don't have to assemble all of them. Like, I, I didn't see it was a necessary moment to summon the entirety of the Avengers kind of thing. Um, and then this movie, <laughs> hey, there's a bug alien that blows up 
and leaves three little cubes on the on the on the uh, on the <laughs> on the wall. Shit, I think it's time to summon the fucking. Uh, we got to summon the Justice League. These things are blowing up all over the place. I don't think we can handle. Like I don't know. It, it just didn't seem he like. Had the dream. <laughs> he knew something was coming. Dark forces. Are I on the guess. Way. But like, <laughs> but like, it's not like. It would it would be something if like they would have shown that like you know he saw like the first time he saw the parademon then he had a flash to the dream like oh shit like that, that, that that's the dream that's the thing for the dream that wasn't a fucking dream that was I don't know what it was we we don't know what it is people but yes you're right like you know it, it's just the thing that I don't think Batman should have been the one to bring the Justice League together and that that's just Superman. I disagree. And he, I and think he says that though in the movie that it should have been Superman. But no, that's true. He does I disagree. You know? I don't think. He I says think Superman's it should have been. Than I am. All right, guys. Here's my version of the movie. <clears throat> I think it should have been Cyborg. I think Cyborg should have been getting his powers, no. and then he's like, <laughs> "Fuck! What is this alien language I'm hearing? I don't really understand it." So his hacker skills starts going underway, and then he starts obviously understanding the alien language, and he's starting to like hear like attack. Like, destroy the humans kind of thing. It's like, oh, fuck. We're about to get attacked by some motherfucking aliens. So what do I do? Hack, hack, hack. You know, then he gets the identity of Batman. He finds out about Diana. He finds out <laughs> out of everybody. Like, he has all that information. Hack, hack, hack. Yeah. Hack, hack, hack. That should have been his code name. I mean, if anybody that's seen the the um the Justice, uh, what is that? The Flashpoint uh, animated movie, or even read the the comic. I mean, Cyborg is the one that is trying to kind of recruit Batman, and he's trying to recruit everybody to bring the Justice League back together again. And Batman's like, "Nah, I'm a loner. I don't do that kind of shit anymore." You know, so, and and I just think that would have made more sense. Hey, you should be a part of a team, Batman. Uh, I don't really work well in teams or something like that. I don't know. I just I thought that cyborg should have been the one to bring everybody together um yeah 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 and my my second issue with it was <laughs> the whole justice league except for one person at, at one point was like <laughs> hey we have an alien box that destroys shit you know what i bet you this thing can bring somebody back from the dead <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. I think it can bring somebody back from the what? How, how do you how do you get that? Hey, I got a nuclear uh, bomb. Then hey, no, I better... no, 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 good sir. <laughs> he cyborg is the one that states that the box gave him life and that the box represents life and brings life from it. They actually state the shit, and then that's when Bruce says exactly. And I think that we could bring him back with it. Like so, they they literally state the fact that the box has that kind of energy in it. I mean, that's how Cyborg was brought back from the dead. So, I mean, and then that's when robot. he's like, yep, yes, his, his, you know, calculations are correct. Like, you know, <laughs> that, that he can do that. You know, that basically, well, so it wasn't just like, I'm going to take a shot in the dark here and <laughs> this thing can do something. It kind of seems like. <laughs> but it didn't. They specified the fact that the mother box brings life. I guess. I don't know. Like, I, I, they did say that. I, I mean, I remember that too, but. I've seen like, it twice. And then I, I didn't like <laughs> that's true. And and I didn't like the fact that everybody was on board with digging it up from the grave. They and... weren't though. They weren't Yes, though. they were. They, they were weren't on board with it. The only person even, that... even Flash goes, I could do this a lot faster, but I think it's disrespectful. <laughs> 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 like they 
didn't, yeah, they didn't really want to do it. Like they were totally like kind of against it because they were they with were... One, they were with Wonder Woman. It was only really Cyborg and Batman that were like, we should do this, and the rest of them were like, oh, that's what you think, <laughs> I guess. But they, were, they weren't like, yeah, let's do this. I just I just can't see them all being even though even though they were kind of sorta like. It just didn't seem like something like a team would want to do. It would be like one person like, hey, we should bring him back to the dead. Everyone's like, no, that sounds fucking insane that there's too many risks with that. We're not going to do it. And then somebody does it behind everybody's back kind of thing. Like, mm. I, I would be okay with that. But that everybody pulling together and then right at the last minute, hey, guys, this probably isn't a good idea. And <laughs> and we need an electric shot to hit the water right at the, at the same point. Like, what? Like, because they so, stated once again that the mother box <laughs> wasn't activating, so they needed something to trigger the mother box, and that's where the electricity, the electric current, came into play. But why did it have to? Why did the current have to? As soon as the it touched the water, like just let's just sit know. it on his chest. Because the and water was that regenerative water that they used to make fucking doomsday. That I would one. think would probably stink by now because, like, how <laughs> it's just been sitting there. there. There's some mold growing on there. Why is this ship still sitting in the middle of the metropolis? Is what I you think someone would have moved it somewhere else, <laughs> or at least the drained the water? Still studying it. Like, hey guys, do we need this fucking water? No, it just spawned a giant monster. Let's get rid of that shit. All right. <laughs> we don't want any more monsters popping out of this bitch. <laughs> You're Superman. Did anyone else have a problem with the CGI? Because, like, I yeah. laughed because I had a moment where I'm sitting and I'm not even talking about Superman's mustache. Like, I'm sitting there and at the at the, at the end scene and I'm shaking my head in the theater. And I'm just thinking, like, this movie has so much fucking CGI, it's ridiculous. And then I start cracking up because I was like, I just watched Hulk, or I mean Thor, Ragnarok, and like that movie is almost all CGI, but it feels so different. Like that was what CGI should be. Same thing with Guardians. CGI shouldn't. Yeah, it's Guardians as well. Like and then it was just this CGI was so poorly done. I felt like. I think it was the backgrounds just, for me, like you could yes. tell they were all on a green screen. Like absolutely. Like, okay, so yeah, we talked ahead. about the bad scene in Thor Ragnarok of where, like, um, Thor and and Loki are, are, and uh, Odin are talking on the cliff, and you could oh. tell, like, the sunsets, like, tor- t- terrible, terrible CGI. Like, that's the worst CGI in that whole movie. I felt like Justice League was that CGI the entire time. Like, oh, it stop. was so visible. It was stop, driving me insane. <laughs> so, so exaggerated. Well, John, was there anything in the movie that you didn't like? Anything that bothered you, Mister? I love Justice. I love yeah. Justice League too. I'm a huge DC fan, but like, I don't think he said any- I love Justice League. <laughs> I love Justice League. Um, you know, for for me, the the nitpicky stuff is things I would have done differently. Um, you know, I I do love the movie for what it is. I think my biggest beef, if I had to nitpick something out of it, would be Steppenwolf. I don't feel that he needed to be a completely CGI character. I think that it could Agreed. have been it could have been somebody mocapped and actually did a face, and they could have just CG'd the body. <laughs> you know, like um, they, even they, his they, design was bland. Like if you're gonna CG yeah. something, like put some awesome. If they were gonna do him completely CGI, I rather would have got the like version of him that was in BVS that Lex was talking to. Because, oh, yeah, because yeah, that, that version that, that was, was really all better. black yeah. looking with the horns, like that thing looked way more creepier. Like no face, yeah, yeah, no face. It was just creepy looking, 
Like, I'm like, it should have just been that then. You know, if they were just going to have... Because that, to me, Steppenwolf looked like a video game character to me um, the entire time. Like, every, especially when they did a close-up on his face, and he's like, oh, mother. You know? <laughs> and he was yeah. like, every time he talked to I me, mean, the voice acting was cool, but, like... The, it just the lips didn't fully match and then it just he just looked completely cartoonish to me and that's always the harder part and that's why I said before like I feel like if you were to get a sequel and like say they were fighting people kind of on their own level you know you get like a reverse flash you get a this you get a that um, for that Injustice League you know that would be way more appealing to me than just one big CGI kind of monster that they have to fight you know and uh, so Steppenwolf was my biggest kind of weakest link on it um my only other nitpick is yeah i didn't care for the way they brought back superman to be honest like the whole thing with the i'd like the scene of flash running and touching the cube and and what it of course leads to but for me i wish he would have came back in a different way i feel like yeah. what was the point of the end of bvs of the dirt rising off the coffin if like that really right. didn't mean nothing like you know like that's my problem is like he should have I always in my mind expected that it would have been... He was never there? Uh, yeah, or... they, like, they maybe, you know, if they would have went to dig up his grave and he wasn't and he there, was... he was gone. Yes, and he that would have been he was better. Fucking so much floating better. up in space, regenerating from the sun and shit. You know, like, yeah. either that or, like, or Steppenwolf would have had already grabbed his body and brought it back to Darkseid, and they they brought him back with the mother, right. baby, and mother box right. in there, yeah. and that's where he comes back with the black suit, and he actually fights them, and then they wake him up, and then he joins the league and fights with them at the end. So I was yeah. super disappointed we didn't get the black suit. Henry Cavill tweeted that Instagram picture, like, a year and a half ago of a black suit. And then, or, or a close-up of the black suit, and then nothing even came of that. That's why I feel like it was a totally different way he was brought back in the Zack Snyder version, and they re oh, yeah. reshot that whole fucking thing and just redid it with Joss and, and just changed it all because now we got no black suit. You know, I totally think we were going to get black suit, bearded Superman, you know. And because they, cause they did it, like for a minute there, he was Pet Cemetery. he fought the whole damn league. It would have been perfect for them to go to dig up his body, he's not there, he, and then when he does show up, he's in the black suit, he fights him, we have the exact same damn scene, you bring out Lois, you, you play it out exactly the same way, but then it's just, he's brought back in a different direction, and then after he talks to Lois, she awakens him, knocks him back to normal, and then at the end, they're fighting, they're thinking they've given up hope on the evil Superman, and then he shows back up in the blue suit. So, I mean, that's... Yeah, like, they're... There are moments in movies where, like, you're supposed to feel like, you know, like, just the impending doom. Like, oh, my gosh, there's, like, no way they can come out of this. And for me, that would have been great if, like, Steppenwolf is kicking all their asses. And then he's like, oh, yeah, guys, I got a present for you. And then so fucking Superman comes down and starts right. beating their asses, too. And I'm just like, how the fuck are they going to come out of this? And that's when, like yeah. you said, Batman whips out his big gun, which kind of snaps him out of it type of thing. Like, that would have been well, yeah. I mean, and then the other thing that sucks about all of that is that like, how awesome it would have been to see Superman that way. And they kind of hinted at it in B BBS where Superman was kind of the bad guy where he was, you know, captured Batman and was killing them. They're saying, like, Lois is the key. Right. Like, I don't think that Lois being the big gun was the key that Flash was originally talking about because that whole scene was totally different. Like, that scene was showing where Superman was bad, where Superman was killing people. I mean, he wasn't wearing the black suit, but... Like it was a right, totally but different Lois was, but, thing. But Lois was dead, and that's why he right. was evil. 
And so are we to like, are we still, is there something else that's going to happen that Lois is going to die? And then no, they already stopped that. Yeah, so that <laughs> exactly. They yeah, see, change, that's, uh, change I just that messed history. everything up that they were working on. Maybe well, they are going to a up. flashpoint, so maybe this—that's the reason why flash flashpoints to flashpoints. Yeah. Right. The maybe thing is, the when point. when they originally, before they even made this film, and the original DC slate came out, and remember we even did an "Am I Still in the Air" a couple years ago, and we talked about this whole DC slate when they announced mm-hmm. it years ago, and one of the things was they said it's going to be Justice League One and Justice League Two. And they were both going to be directed by Zack Snyder. So this this movie was intended to be a two-parter. I have no doubt in my mind <laughs> that the first part was setting it up with Steppenwolf being the lackey, you know, coming to Earth, trying to collect the mother boxes, and, and starting to bring us to part two, which would have been Darkseid. And obviously fully going into the apocalypse thing, you bring back Superman, you do the black suit, and then he comes back to normal by the end of the movie so then by justice league 2 he's fully back to being regular superman teamed up with the team going after dark side that is what the original plan was and then after bbs got that mixed result they said oh we're just doing one movie now they scrapped the second one and they just decided to get gun shy about the whole dark side thing i mean he mentions dark side's name one time in the movie yeah kind of in an off kind of way and, and he mentions the new gods which he mentions is part the new of the gods which is cool yeah. as fuck but he'd never yeah. never say apocalypse you know, right. like like even Diana is telling the damn story about all of this, and she never once goes. He comes from apocalypse. Like it, it's just like she, she's just like, oh, he he comes from other worlds and like tries to take take him over. You know, like why not? He comes from apocalypse. He works for Darkseid, who's one of the one of the universe's biggest threats. Yeah. You know, just like, like have a little boom. silhouette montage or something yes. like that. And there then, you go. And then no doubt that that after credit scene would have been like the Thanos in the first Avengers, and it would have been all like dark side you know sitting on apocalypse we know that that's what they were going for that batman nightmare scene in bbs is shows oh yeah the omega, i mean they even had the, the omega, omega symbol it. exactly in yeah. the ground you see the boom tubes like i mean they're terraforming earth like this got completely fucking changed <laughs> you know so who knows where we're gonna go from here who knows even what's gonna fucking happen if we're gonna in go the, yeah in the dceu going forward because you know this movie needs to make like 650 million just to fucking break even and um you know and it's pretty much trending to be right around that spot so i mean it's got to make some more money um you know i know you know people are so hot and cold uh, on the DCEU and it's just it's unfortunate that you know those critic ratings came out and kind of scared a lot of people but I always tend to just keep trying to tell people like make up your mind for yourself go check it out you know if you're a fan of these characters I think you'll have a good time I think you need to go check it out there's a reason why like I said the fan audience rating is 82% there's a reason for that you know don't get scared by the critics go make your own decision um, you know I know you know, Peeps wasn't looking forward to this movie super hot, but came out of it going, you know what? It was actually yeah. pretty good, which was yeah. mind-blowing, you know? So, like, um, and like I said, man, even just for me, like, my wife is not a fan of the DC universe. Like, she doesn't like Man of Steel. She hated BVS. She's like, oh, I like the Marvel movies. I don't like these dark movies, da 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 I drug her to Justice League, and she actually said to me at the end, I love this movie, and I actually enjoyed it more than Thor Ragnarok. So, you know, which I was like, what did you say? Because, That's like, I, I couldn't That's believe Because my wife loves Thor for multiple reasons, <laughs> and, you know, and, and I couldn't believe that she...
that she was telling me she liked Justice League more. I actually, we were, she, we bumped into a, a friend at a restaurant last week, and she's sitting there telling the friend, you guys should go check out Justice League. It's really good. And I'm like, look at her all pipping the shit out. You know, like, so it was actually cool. My daughter loved it. Like, it was a fun movie. Yes, there's things that they could have tweaked. I wish it was longer. I wish we had all those deleted scenes back. Fingers crossed we get some kind of extended edition, even if it's just putting those deleted scenes back in that are finished. Um, or, you know, I hope they're at least on the disc that I can watch separately then, <laughs> even if they don't put them back <laughs> into the thing, you know, but, um, you know, but, but it is a fun movie. It, the, the two hour pace, even though I wish it was longer, it keeps the movie flowing at a really good momentum. It never slows down. It brings everything together. And, uh, I overall, like I said, really, really loved it. So, uh, let's go, let's, let's kind of wrap this baby up. Let's do the final thoughts and let's do some scores here. So Fred, final thoughts and let's, that's, uh, what's your overall score? Well, I pretty much have the exact opposite experience of what you had just described now. And, um, you know, I went in with the lowest expectations whatsoever. I thought it was going to be utter trash after seeing the trailers. I was so disappointed with the trailers. And I was just expecting a total shit fest. And I will give it credit. It impressed me more than I was anticipating. I thought I was going to walk out of this thing hating it. And I just walked out just being regularly disappointed. So not... Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Put that and, on a poster. Uh, <laughs> I thought I was going to hate it, but I walked out regularly disappointed. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I, I'm a huge DC fan. I, I will admit, like, growing up, I was more of a Marvel fan. But that has nothing to do with the movie film. Like, the, the movie universe stuff, it, I treat that differently. I'm a huge movie fan in general. Um, so... You know, it's just every single one of these seems to be more disappointing than anything with the exception of Wonder Woman. Um, you know, it's just super disappointing. And that's how I felt walking out of this thing. Um, you know, and, and then the people that I was with, you know, my cousin Brian's like Batman's like one of his all time favorite characters. And he was like, oh, it's not that great. He's like, it wasn't as bad as I thought, but it wasn't that great. And my girlfriend, Vanessa, she absolutely hate, like flat out said, I hate this movie. Um, and to be... I mean, in the beginning of the movie, her and I both looked at each other and both of us rolled our eyes and we're like, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't she ask you what's wrong with his face? Yeah, she asked me what's wrong with his face. Like, she had no clue about the mustache thing. She, like, no concept of it, didn't hear anything, uh, like, any news about it. She, like, literally was like, what is wrong with his face? And I was like, well, I started laughing. I'm like, they had a CGI and a mustache. Um, But, um, you know, I, I did find elements of this that i enjoyed um you know i i liked um the flash stuff I, that we talked about i like the aquaman was exactly what i expected cyborg was a huge surprise wonder woman is amazing and all of this stuff um and ben is still the best batman even though he didn't do such a great acting job but there was just way too many negatives for me so much stuff was unearned that i walked out of there regularly disappointed um if i'm rating it i guess i would have to i'm gonna give it higher than I think it probably deserves and I will give it a three and the reasons behind that is because I think the standout moments that occurred were super strong um you know the Superman fight we talked about the flash moment where Superman sees him um the after credit scene with Deathstroke the Green Lantern the Amazons like it had enough there that I wasn't like I didn't feel like I had to walk out of the theater so I, I I did really enjoy those key moments but overall I think it where you said it was it was uh the appropriate speed where it was moving along i feel like it actually would have benefited from slowing down 
So, um, you know, I don't know. There's just too many negatives for me to give it anything higher than a three. But the three is still good. You know, yeah. again, I, it's right in the middle there. It's not terrible, and it wasn't fantastic. So, All right. Well, there you go. Three from Friggin. So, peeps, take us home. All right. Uh, the movie gets a one. Okay, good night. I'm just kidding. No. It's so funny. All right. Um, so, I mean, I, I kind of I, – so, like Don said um, – I the first trailer comes out to this movie. Um, you know, already so far I've been extremely underwhelmed with each DC movie. You know, let me stop. Let me stop. Man of Steel. I I I really enjoyed Man of Steel. Unlike Fred, um, you know that that movie I thought terrible. Was, was really dope. It's awesome. Shut up. It's awesome. Shut up, <laughs> Shut up Fred. And uh, Wonder Woman. I also was was very impressed with. Um, but Suicide Squad and um, Batman v Superman, I, I definitely wasn't a fan of either one of those. And since this movie was a follow up of Batman v Superman, that's kind of why going into it, I really wasn't like, eh, really wasn't really, you know, feeling it too much. So, yeah, not that excited. First trailer comes out, I'm just meh, meh, meh. I wasn't that impressed. Then uh, the second trailer comes out, and I, I don't know what they did with that freaking trailer, but. It it just that one actually blew me away, and I remember saying to you guys, "Okay, I am actually kind of I am actually looking forward to this movie now. Like I I, I now, you know, I now have have hope for it." And like Fred said, I am also a Marvel guy, but I don't shit on DC just because it's DC. Oh, it's not Marvel. No, fuck that. Like I love the DC animated movies that they've been releasing. Every time they come out with a new animated movie, I am super stoked and excited to watch it. I just wish they would take out that. Everything they do in the animated movie and just copy and paste it into like <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> but you know their producers and shit they're always so nervous. Oh, the, the the audience might not be able to accept bull fucking shit. Have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy? Kiss my fucking ass and just give us what we fucking want. Um, but that's what I'm saying. Like this movie, it hits on points I think that are very comic booky. You know, like it doesn't have to be like a serious dark drama like they were trying with Batman v Superman um and then it doesn't have to be a silly joke fest like 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 the Marvel f- films just give me some good action and some good um and I think that's really what this movie lacked is the um it, where Donna I, I know you disagree because you've said this a little bit earlier but I didn't like we didn't get that much interaction between everybody like we would get one scene where where Cyborg and you know, Flash or digging up Superman or something like that, and they have a conversation. And then we have another conversation between, you know, <laughs> fucking what's his name sitting on what's her name's lasso. Like we don't get that many moments where the whole team is. Great you know, and, and and I but I think yes. back to Avengers. You're too you know, young, like, I got shit to do. I think back. <laughs> I think back to Avengers and shit. You know, where like there's so many standout moments. Like you put on the suit, put you know, put on the suit. You know, and and it just that whole movie was them talking to each other and interacting with each other. Like from like jump, right? 20 minutes into the movie, like they're working together. Like this movie takes so long for them to work, come, come together. And then once they're finally together, like it's great, but it just, I, and it sucks because you know, like they had a lot on their fucking plate. They had what? three, four heroes that nobody had even seen before on, on, on yeah. the movies. They had to introduce them. They had to give them the backstories. They had to make everybody care about these fucking characters. We got a brand new villain that's coming out of nowhere. We got these mother boxes that nobody's ever heard of. And we only got two hours to do it. Unfortunately, they didn't really have like, 
it just it just kind of sucks from the get go. If you be to be honest, like Don said, if this was like a two part film, I definitely see how this could have worked out like very well. Like the way that Man of Steel was paced, it was paced really good. You know, with flashback scenes versus you know current day scenes. I think yeah. if this was a two parter film, they would have been able to pace it good enough to give us you know a nut you know get us excited and then give us backstory and then give us the interactions that we want and. You know, and then give us a little bit more to look forward to in the next film. So it just sucks that this is what they had to throw at us. And I, I honestly, I really hope it does well because I don't want to see this 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 series die. I disagree with you guys. I don't think if Ben Affleck, if he walked, and um, Val Kilmer came back as a Batman, I would be okay with it. I didn't. I'm just kidding, but. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly man. don't care if, if Ben Affleck leaves because I don't think he brings anything to Batman that I don't think another guy with a, a chiseled jaw would, would, would be able to bring to him. And that's oh, just me. come on. Sorry, man. I, that's just me. But Why'd um, you say that name? Come on. Dude, just imagine if like Batman said Martha to Superman to, to snap him out of his shit. That's what should have <laughs> happened. That's exactly what Martha. should have happened. Think about Martha. Do it for Martha. Oh, oh. <laughs> but i don't know man like this movie honestly people ask me hey should i go watch it you know what do you think about it and i'm like i don't want to let all my nitpicky moments ruin it for you i suggest everybody that hasn't seen this movie go out and watch it and make up your own decision for yourself because i hear some people that that hate it i hear some people that love it and i'm with fred i'm honestly right there in the middle this was the best of times and this was the worst of times <laughs> <laughs> and it 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 just i really wish it was just best of times but you know it is what it is i'm gonna buy it when it comes out um i took my or i my my i, I told my uncle to take my, my son to see it and he did and you know he said he, he said my kid was kind of walking around and he wasn't really interested for like the first half, but then the second half he just he was like eyes locked on the screen. Kind of <laughs> nice. So I don't ever have to see it again. I forgot to throw that part out. That oh, we didn't need, we didn't need you to throw that part out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and I mean there are just things like you know Steppenwolf like. Steppenwolf was like a badass that could take on the entire Justice League. Like, what did all of his power come from his axe? And once his axe broke, he couldn't take on a fucking parademon. Like, yep. and it's funny. Like the parademons, they'll attack the Justice League one at a time. But when it's time to attack Steppenwolf, they all jump on him at once. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's because they weren't. They didn't have fear. Uh, who knows? But, um. A- anyways, just rambling keep my rambling you know i'll cut it off but i will agree with fred i will give this movie a three just because i don't hate it i don't love it there were a couple moments that really make <laughs> but i just can't ah, it's just some laziness i think in the uh in the overall story that that could have been fixed um that's why I, I just can't quite give it that four and it wasn't a perfect movie so that's why i can't give it a five so <laughs> Well, a trade. <clears throat> so yeah, so there you go, two threes. Um, like I said, I had a blast with it. Um, it was a tricky spot to come into, being a product of two different directors. Um, Zach not getting to finish his vision, Joss coming in and trying to put his spin on it, but also keep it with another vision. It's a very tricky spot to boot, to do. Um, I think they pulled out in the end a very fun film um, that really delivers on a lot of levels. Of there's always going to be things that they could have tweaked and um, 
things that we would have liked to have done better. Um, but overall, like I said, I judge films based on how much enjoyment I get out of it. And for me, um, I grew up more of a DC fan than Marvel. And, you know, like I said, Superman's my guy. Always been Batman, Flash, like that DC, the DC heroes, Wonder Woman, have always been kind of the forefront. And I've been waiting for this universe to get going. And I finally got a Justice League movie for the first time in my life. And, you know, maybe that, yeah, that brings it to, you know, maybe I, I'm judging it more out of heart in the end result of it all, but like I said, I, I loved it, I loved what I got with Superman, I loved what I got with Flash and Aquaman and Wonder Woman and Batman, seeing them all together gets me, gives me, we talked about hope a lot, gives me a lot of hope for the future of the DCEU, and um, I absolutely had a blast with it, like I said, I would love to go see it for a third time uh, before it leaves theaters, and um, I give it a 5 out of 5, um, like I said, to me, it's all about that enjoyment level, and um, I had a blast, so... Um, Don, I'm curious about where it lands on your ranking, I mean, we only got 5 movies, so it's not going to take forever to rank, but... Um, oh, come on. Have you come ranked on. them? I don't yeah. know if Peeps can do the math for five movies. No, I, I, I know exactly where he... he oh, exactly these two are going to be a tie. I'm, that was Peeps right there, but anyway. Oh, I guess I should talk like that from now on. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, though, because, Don, I know you're a huge fan of, of Man of Steel. I know you're a huge fan of BVS. So I was just kind of like wondering, how does this... Uh, impact your 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 ranking of the five i you know i was trying to think of this before we started recording because i was i flip-flopped a couple times since i've seen the movie i've been saying you know like man of steel kind of holds that top spot for me um i think i might give it over to justice league to be honest just because of the fact that i don't know there's something about these team movies that really do it for me i mean just like when we ranked the mcu you always notice I always put the two Avengers movies on top, and it's not... I think maybe overall I do have fun with some of the other movies more, but there's something about that team dynamic and the team aspect of it being almost like a special presentation. <laughs> you know, like like they <laughs> don't... Like they're on a whole nother level, regardless of kind of like the quality of it. To me, it's just the fact of like, hey, I got a movie with all these people in it together. And that's what really sets the Avengers movies kind of to the front of the pack for me before I get into the individual films. And the more and more I think about the DCEU, and as much as I love Man of Steel, and I think it's one of the best comic book movies ever, I look at this one and I'm like, man, the joy of seeing all these heroes together and coming together. I, you know, I... I it's it's hard because I don't, I don't want to be bound to it. I could definitely change it again, <laughs> but at at this point, I think if I had to lay it out, it probably would be Justice League at number one, uh, followed by Man of Steel, uh, then um, BVS, and then Wonder Woman, and then Suicide Squad. So wow. um, that that's the way I would lay it out at, at this point. I could flip flop back to Man of Steel, but I think. Uh, For as much as I love Man of Steel 2, there's a lot of downtime in that movie. There's a lot, you know, we're getting through the whole kind of origin story. Whereas Justice League is just, bam, 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 we got our heroes, let's go. (laughs) And I think sometimes that, for me to digest it and kind of watch it on a more replayable factor, uh, I think it's probably got the most rewatchable kind of value for me. So that probably jumps it to the front of the pack as of right now. Very nice. I'm okay with that. I approve that. <laughs> Crazy that Wonder Woman so far though, you know, Wonder Woman's your number four, right next to Suicide Squad. 
Oh, there's only five. Hey, though, so it is. Suicide it is Squad weird, is the Academy but... Award-winning movie, so I just that is true. That it did win an Oscar. So... What for, like a soundtrack or something? Or... Uh, costume costumes. <laughs> but it's an Academy Award-winning Suicide Squad. How about you, Pete? Any any thoughts on the rankings? Nah, I mean, yeah, Man of Steel number one, Wonder Woman number two, Justice League number three, Suicide Squad four, and uh, sorry, I have BVS is uh, yeah, dead last. I, I I still haven't even finished that director's cut, guys. I, I get like halfway through it, and I think I might fall asleep every time. I'm telling you, man, the only way to watch Batman be Superman is just fast forward Stop through all the Senator stuff. Stop it, Fred. I'm going to cut you off. No more DC fucking reviews for friggin' Jesus. Hey, you have to have somebody that has on the opposite Jeez. side of the All right. Cut his mic. I'm your cut Lex Luthor. I'm your Lex Luthor, Don. God. Well, since no one's going to ask me, I'm just going to throw mine out there. Um, I have Wonder Woman at top. I think she was uh, she was the best one uh, by far. <laughs> did you cut my mic off? <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't hear you, friend. <laughs> but, yeah, I know. Wonder Woman makes number one. And I have to be honest. I struggle with um, Justice League and Batman v Superman for my second spot. And, you know, as much crap as I talk about B- BVS, the Batman scenes – are so good. Like that is literally the Batman I've always wanted. The nightmare scene Batman was the Batman I never knew I always wanted and I'm never going to get again. So it's really hard because those elements of BVS are some of the coolest things I've ever seen, but it's just, it's not enough. So I actually do give justice league the number two spot as much as the, you know, as much as there was, I didn't like about it. I think it's got just enough to get that two spot. So one of one, number one, justice league, number two, BVS, number three, Suicide Squad number four and Man is still way at the bottom at number five. That follows my mind. No, dude, dude, it's such a good movie. I don't understand. Struggle so much with that movie. Like even when I try and rewatch it, it's just like, oh, I think he literally wraps the whole movie up to just him snapping his neck, and like he hates the whole movie after that point. I really dislike that part, but I really dislike Lois Lane probably more. I can handle the. Stop I don't hating like, on Lois, damn it. Jesus. I hate Lois. Lois I is hate so great. Zod. Zod is, Zod is one of the best villains no. in that movie. He's not. I will find him. <laughs> God. Like, oh, I'll go cry in a corner. I don't like that guy. Oh, uh, but yeah, no, right. I, I could go on. But I didn't, Dude, that's, save that's it, number save five. Save it for another show. I need to do a BB. Let's do a Man of Steel spoiler review. Yeah. Fuck. All right, guys. Well, let's wrap this baby up. So I appreciate it. So thanks for coming on. There you go. You got two threes. You got a five from me. And uh, there you go. That's our overall thoughts, the things we liked, the things we didn't like on Justice League. And like we said, go check it out for yourself. Hopefully, if you listen to the spoiler review, you have checked it out for yourself. But if you're just somebody that's like, I don't give a fuck about spoilers. I just want to see what you guys thought. And then you'll decide whether to go see the movie. Hopefully, you decide to go check it out and uh, be a judge for yourself. So... I thank these guys for joining me tonight. Uh, definitely follow them over on Twitter. You can follow Fred at Friggins. And, Friggins. of course, Peeps at For My Peoples uh, over on Twitter. And you can follow me, of course, at DX Don Mega, And, of course, at Am I On The Air. Uh, check out all our new episodes of Am I On The Air every week. And, uh, like I said, if you want to hear some more Justice League talk, check out my YouTube review uh, as well. It's YouTube.com slash Am I On The Air. And check out that vid and uh, leave a comment, like, subscribe, uh, you know, how the YouTubes go. So uh, thanks again for tuning in for this Justice League spoiler review. And until next time, peace. Red, red, yes!